Welcome in, everybody, to Leading Off right here on Fantasy Pros. I am Chris Welsh. That is Casey Bubba. And Leading Off is brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks promo code Leading Off. Get a 100% match up to 100 bucks. Get your prize picking going. We're going to be doing that here in a little bit. Get going with baseball, football, whatever it is. You can kind of combo them all together. Have the most fun with Prize Picks promo code Leading Off. Welcome in to Monday, the final couple weeks. This is like a guaranteed playoff week. I just want to point that out. I feel like we've been had some nebulous, like, well, the playoffs could start here. They could start over here. Sometimes they're two. Everyone's in the playoffs if you're still around. If you're still listening to fantasy baseball, you're in the playoffs. So, Bubba, how is your playoff push, your best ball push, your roto push? How is it all going right now? It's going well. It's a grind. Um, I'm like my draft and hold teams were doing great, and they're just trying to put a lineup together that's not injured right now is the fun part there. Uh, same with best balls, but uh, we're, we're grinding. Fab Fab was fun this week. We'll talk about that because some key players we lost and tease and piece to them. But, uh, yeah, it, it's fun. It's the grind. It's like the lights at the end of the tunnel and just power three for three more weeks. Yeah, I pushed um, two – my I have like three big leagues. Two of them pushed on. One got eliminated. There's a best ball that you and I are in that you've held first place for the whole damn season. I think I'm in third, maybe. Maybe I'm fourth. I haven't looked in a couple days. I looked back at that roster and I'm like, I wish I had this team everywhere. So it would be just I don't know. I don't know how I lucked into that one, but that was just yeah. like you're just wow. But this is a great one right here. Like JP said, this is the time of year. It's embrace the grind. Oh, yeah. The peanuts and Cracker Jacks know. JP knows. You got to embrace the grind. That's what baseball is all about. And that's what it's all about for you guys hanging out with us and hanging. Here's the question of the year. <laughs> yeah, I just question of the year, September 11th. Where is Joey P? Uh, J- Joe is not here. August rolls around. Joe goes away. I do actually want to try to get Joe on for like the last episode, maybe like the three of us or something like that. But uh, Joe disappears for uh, football season, which was a crazy weekend. I did get to see Joe for a little bit. all suited up. Um, but we are back to baseball. That's what we are here. We're back to baseball. We're going to be covering all the latest news. We're going to be talking about um, the best bets. We've got some DFS. We're going to be getting into really everything we can uh, at best to try to prepare you for what's going down. And the biggest news is a couple actually big pieces of news here and they're prospect related that we found out on Sunday when we were giveth Jason Dominguez, we were taketh Jason Dominguez because Jason Dominguez has been diagnosed with a torn UCL in his right elbow that is going to require surgery. Now they're saying it's going to be Tommy John. This is where things get a little bit confusing, Bubba. For rest of season, you're done. You're done with Jason Dominguez. Don't worry about it. You cut and redraft. Dynasty, you don't do anything. You actually are relatively happy Try about the Dominguez the stuff. If you can. Yeah. Except this, that in the past, we've seen some hitters that have had some Tommy John surgeries, and the perception was six months recovery, you could start to hit again, which would maybe lead to Jason Dominguez being ready for the start of the season except Yankees manager Aaron Boone told reporters that the recovery will likely be nine to 10 months, which probably puts him out for half of the season next year. Going to destroy rookie of the year odds, really going to destroy any ability to wanting to pick him up. So I don't like, I mean, I guess once we know more is where we can start to take this approach, but he's not going to be a target or draftable if he's going to be missing the first half of the year. 
No, he's basically going to be like this past year. We got Bryce Harper. We got Trevor Story. Um, like probably more the Harper route because Harper was thinking midseason is what we were expecting from him. And you saw in drafts where people that wanted to take the risk took him. Other drafts, he just fell and fell and fell. And I didn't get any shares of Harper, and I won't have any shares of Dominguez. It's just it's a shame. Uh, we enjoyed the week. He was my home run call over the weekend. He yeah, went man. Deep on Friday. Like it was the kid was amazing to watch and to, to see that happen. But he's so young, it makes sense. Go get the full surgery. Don't make don't mess around with the brace. Don't do like get the surgery, see what happens. And hopefully we get them for at least a couple months in 2024. Yeah, so like I suppose there might be some. It's this is what stinks is like we were talking about, you know, I was talking about him being like a top 100 guy. You know, he could potentially be a top 100 player uh, drafted next season. Now you're at the point of like maybe you draft and stash. You know, you draft him, you put him on your IL, and then you just hope everything comes back into full recovery. And that you know. It, I just wonder what that's going to do to where he was going to be in the lineup. Like the dude is hitting three. I think there was a legit shot. We could have been seeing him hit three next season. Now it's going to be like slower recovery time, rehab stints and everything. So uh, I don't know. I think it's brutal. But the giveth, the true giveth is Jason Dominguez taken away by the baseball gods. They bring us Pete Crow Armstrong. He has, he is finally here. He has risen. I've been waiting for him. I've been calling this all season. This has been one of my favorites. 20 homers in the minors, 37 in a row, stolen bases, 289 at double A, 271 at triple A, had a mirrored 9% walk rate at both stops. His K's did pop up a little bit in triple A, but I mean, he fell just short of a of hundred runs. He had 88 RBI. He did this all in roughly 107 games in the minors. He's now going to come up as the Cubs are pushing. I think they lost the series to the Diamondbacks. They're pushing. They're going to get him in the lineup. I am a huge fan of Pete Crow Armstrong. I thought this has been one of the guys that you wanted to look at. I think he's been criminally underrated simply because there were so many uh, prospect people that were like, ah, there's nothing there. You know, let's find that he can hit because he suffered from a big injury, but nobody uh, early on. I mean, obviously it has changed once he started producing for everybody, but there weren't a lot of people that were signifying what that really good talent was. He had a little bit of an inflated ground ball rate at triple a he's he's his pull rate has been coming down at the th last three stops, but he hits the ball hard. He makes consistent contact and I'm not sure where your aggressiveness is. I mean, if you lost Dominguez, yep. you've got to just, hopefully you could just rinse and repeat with Pete Crow. That'd be the goal. It's a shame uh, this didn't happen on Sunday. So you could have added them before the Coors series. If you're in a weekly format, uh, that would have been fun. Uh, we will talk more Pete Crow in a later segment, by the way. But um, this, this is a good one. It is a shame, as Wonky mentioned here. Like I was going to bring it up also. Is um, yeah, we thought Pete would come up when like the others did right before September first, so we postseason eligible because all the quotes and everyone's like, "Oh, they're in a postseason push. We want to bring our guy up." But it's like, okay, cool. He gets you to the postseason. Now he can't play for you. So that's kind of a weird situation there. But hey, get there and I guess go dancing after that. It'd be fun to see what he's got to do. Definite replacement for Dominguez uh, for now. And uh, yeah, it'll be fun to see. Yeah, it's kind of like it's stupid. Like both the Diamondbacks and the Cubs are vying for this wild card spot. They both bring up the two probably best. Well, I shouldn't say best eligible because, you know, Caminero or Churio or Jackson Holiday, but like the two top prospects coming up. And neither one of them are postseason eligible because I, I just think these were kind of stupid moves. If you're going to bring the guys up, bring them up so they could be postseason eligible because that won't affect their rookie status, the playoffs, as far as I know. It shouldn't affect as far as regular aware. season stuff. Yeah, I yeah. mean, it shouldn't have any effect on it. So it's pretty silly. 
But Pete Crow is that guy that you can just kind of um, pop right in. So here's a question. Michael says, worth dropping any of Casas, Torkelson, Naylor, or Naylor for Pete Crow Armstrong? Not Casas or Torkelson, no, for sure. Naylor's questionable because Naylor hasn't really bounced back since he came back from the IL. He was playing really well before. I still trust Naylor in the playing time, but if you want to, if you want to drop Naylor, I'm fine with that. I wouldn't do it for Torque or Costas. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I agree. Maybe Naylor. Like if you're trying to chase stolen bases, you just can't drop Torque or Costas. Even if you're trying to chase, uh, chase stolen bases, it's got to be somebody else. And by the way, that is a reminder. Any fantasy questions you guys want, drop them below in the chat if you are watching live, not on the podcast, and we will try to answer them in here. So uh, for all you podcast listeners, you still got time to come and hang out and see Bubba's beautiful face if you'd like to. Um, just go to youtube.com slash MLB, I believe it is. Make sure you subscribe. Those Now, I'm a little disappointed. Those little sub subscribe numbers when, you know, football season came in, people tapered off, those numbers kind of went back down. We were having Joe, we did mustache day and we were going to have Joe wear a wig. We're far away. So just pointing out, if you guys want to step it back up. Yeah, I'll wear the a wig season. if people want to show up. I don't have a problem with it. Yeah, did you ever see that, by the way? Did you see when I we saw did a mustache picture of day? Someone did like a, I saw a Photoshop of Joe in a wig and the whole thing, yeah. yeah well, there's a Photoshop, but uh, Joe and I did mustache day where when we yeah. hit 14,000, sure yeah, we, we shaved and we did, I've got the picture out there. It's it's pretty magnificent. My wife just it disgusts her. It absolutely <laughs> disgusts her because she's not a, she's not a mustache person. So Pete Crow, I think he sits in the world similar to a lot of these prospects. I mean, listen, Jordan Lawler's not working out. He's hitting like under 100. He has gotten some higher opportunities in the lineup. There's bad adjustments. So this is kind of what we talked about. If if these prospects show the early signs of hitting, I don't think there's enough time to adjust. So great. If they don't, you move on. Lawler's probably not doing it to a level where we're comfortable. So you can move on. I would move off of Lawler for Pete Crow to see what he does. But I think Pete Crow toes the line of the... Um, of the five outfielder 12 team team right now, if you're trying to go with it and we'll, we'll answer any other questions that people got. Um, let's go next up. This one was crazy. So yesterday Corbin Burns pitched eight hitless mm -hmm. innings. Devin Williams then comes in, works a one, two, three. Those are still hitless. By the way, the Yankees had two on in the 10th against Abner Uribe Volpe hits a drive, uh free lick. He makes this crazy catch. Boom, he knocks out like lights on a video board. Milwaukee is two outs away from the first 11-inning no-hitter in Major League Baseball. And then Oswald Cabrera comes in. He screws everything up. It's done. But we had almost 11 innings of no-hit ball, which is an insanely incredible feat. Any thoughts on that? And maybe more so how Corbin Burns is kind of ending out the year right now. Yeah, it's very, very impressive to be no-hit for that long and then uh, not win the game. So that that's fun as well. But, um, yeah, Burns has been very good. And I've been, a, I guess, not the biggest Burns fan. I've always said he's been good. I think he gets over overrated at times uh, when there's other pitch. Like, I still think Freddie Peralta is pitching better than him in the second half yeah. of the season. And I get a lot of pushback on that because people are just Burns lovers. Like Burns Woodruff, is really is good. Woodruff is kind of pitching better. Yeah, that, that's because I, I, Bloomfield and I did it a couple weeks ago. We rated them ourselves, Peralta, Woodruff, Burns. That's how we did it. And then we did a poll online, and it was complete opposite. Burns, like 80% all the way. So um, I'm still I'm thinking Burns pitching great. I'm really curious to see where he goes this offseason. It's not going to be Milwaukee. No, he is they're not going to so pay. Gone. Yeah, it's so that, that'll make it interesting as well because he's finishing strong. He's going to make some more cash. He's making fantasy people happy when it matters the most. 
He just he's just not as dominant as he was to get the high draft cost of it. But that's kind of what I'm trying to say. He's not that dominant guy anymore. Yeah. By the way, it'll be like the Dodgers. He'll go, you know, because the Dodgers are a disaster Don't right now. It's, well, I know. we just know they it's need happen. pitching. They need pitching so bad. We'll talk about them later on the show too. But I've been it seems every time I do an update show kind of like this for my other stuff, there's a new Dodger pitcher going down or a new this or that's it's insane what has happened to the rotation. Yeah. By the way, that um that appearance at eleven almost eleven hitting inning no hitter was the fourth time a team was no hit into the eleventh and then won. And the first since the Mets did it in 1965. So I thought that was an interesting note that I believe that was according to ESPN. Uh, the Angels, apparently, here's a report. The Angels are open to trading Mike Trout if he wants out. This is a report that was on ESPN. And I think Trout was, it kind of talked about like, let's just see what happens into the offseason, which to me says, trade me, <laughs> which means get no, me the it, hell out of here. But that means is Shohei back or not. Yeah, well, Shohei's like clearly not back right yeah. now. So not to spend too much crazy time on it because I, you know, what expectation do we have of Mike Trout even the rest of this season? But do you think Mike Trout is going to request a trade from the Angels and this team just completely is dismantled? Yes, yes. Um, actually, uh, Jeff Erickson said it best that the Angels are on the path of being the next Oakland Athletics minus the new stadium problem. That the way they're running this team. Trout's going to be gone. The fun part's going to be he his contract goes through 2031, seven more years basically, and it's about 35 to 40 mil a year. So the Angels will have to trade him and take on cash, which will make it even more entertaining. So he's gone. Trout will be gone, yes. But the, how this all works out, the Angels are going to find a way to screw this up even more, I have a feeling. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the problem is why I think this will be so tough is like they got to win. They got because the Angels they don't win. They don't win in trades. They don't win in baseball. So you saying, know they're going to screw it up somehow. They don't win in free agency. So they, they got to find a team that would be willing to like send out a packet. They got to get something like the Soto package. You well, know what I mean? The, they got to get the problem with the problem with Trout is he's not the same Trout because he can't stay healthy. Like still win healthy, amazing player. But I say win healthy for a reason. He's never like fully healthy. It's crazy. Yeah, it's just like teams will still treat and the angels are going to probably like, I'm telling you, I think it's the, the, the Padres package. It's got to be like two That's future fair. stars. Even if there is a ton of money attached, like they're going to have to figure out what to do to throw money. At. They've got to get like a, an Abrams and a McKenzie core. You know, they have could, to get, could something you see like the that. Yankees dealing like, I don't think they deal Jason, but could they deal a couple of their big prospects for trout to throw him with uh, Giancarlo and judge and all them? Yeah, I could see it, but I think they might be worn. Like they, they kind of also showed us with them not being aggressive in That's trading true. and stuff like that, that I think they're worn from taking on the, like trout is exactly one of those type of players. So I, yeah, I have, I'm curious I really don't know. I mean, is there a team that jumps out to you? I don't think I'm curious. Cause it's the financial part that, that does it to me. The prospects are necessary. It's like, you think money, you think Mets, but that's just been a disaster. Um, it's tough to pinpoint a team that's willing to spend the cash to bring him in type situation. Mets would make a lot of sense. So we'll yeah. we'll get to speculate. Basically, whoever anything. doesn't get Shohei probably goes after Mike Trout. Is what it'll yeah, come down Angela to. says Trout to the Savannah Bananas. I'm sure Savannah Bananas should face the Angels. I actually said that on a recent show. That'd that would be, be fun. Well, the difference between the A's and the Angels is the A's have uh, minor leaguers in their system that are worthwhile. Yeah, the A's are actually. Like um, Butler, Lewis, I think it's Lewis Butler, right? Their outfielder. He said, uh, Lawrence, our, Lawrence Butler. Uh, Lawrence, sorry, Lawrence Butler. He said after that two home run game last week that, hey, 
Um, we might not be, you know, great record wise right now, but we're young and we're talented. And we're going to be pretty good and starting next year. Like it's, yeah. it's fun. Well, I mean, his buddy Denzel Clark is still in the system. I mean, they, they've got quite a few guys that are still kind of looming around in that system. So, um, you know, it's nothing to come like that team is not good, but they're working through with some pieces that, uh, you know, they're going to get there soon. I mean, Tyler Soderstrom's back up. He looks pretty good. Zach Geloff has worked out yeah. a couple other on the big note pieces. Pablo Lopez struck out a career best four. 15 batters went eight scoreless in the uh, against the Mets on Sunday, and Pablo just continues to pop off. Cole Reagans, everybody loves Cole Reagans, only went five and two thirds, and he lost the strike zone. I think he had three, uh, three pass, straight. yeah, three straight, insanely crazy pass balls. Gave up two earned runs, uh, could not complete the inning. He ended up having six, though still the performance, still had 16 swing and whiffs. The distribution is wild. I mean, he had multiple whiffs on every single pitch. He threw double-digit percentage of the time. His CSW was pretty low, 26% lower than it had been, but his fastball still up up a mile and a half on the season average, which is still a little bit janked from like the beginning of the year, but up a mile and a half. The cutter was up over um, a mile per hour. This was a little bit more reality, I suppose, for people, but Cole Reagans, after that performance, is there any trepidation moving forward on that? Not for now. He went full Rick and kill for a second there, which was scary. But um, I think I think we're good for now. I'm going to keep rolling him out there. These will be his toughest matchups. His early schedule is nice. Now he's got, you know, the Jays. He's going to think the Rangers coming up here and a few others. So we'll see what he's really made of. I love the yips. I feel like mo mm. movies. I think Major League made me love yep. the yips when you see a player have it because, like, especially when they can get through it. But I like multiple weeks of not like one moment of yips. Uh, you like want like the Chuck Knob block where you can't throw to second base for like over a month? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. Or yeah, you I want? That... You, are you talking about Brew from the catcher from Major League Two has to read Playboy to uh, throw to second base? Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like a real like something is wrong and stuck. Like that. That makes me happy. I think it's just like making them uh, people again, uh, you know, and yep. not just these superhuman uh, idols that are put up top. Uh, lastly, in the big news, Mason Miller is going to be returning to the A's starting rotation today here on Monday. But how many innings pitched is really the key. I think they said capped around 50. So I guess the question is like, are you comfortable at all with, uh, with Mason Miller? Not It depends, I guess. I'm going to say it's con uh, team dependent here. Because it's going to be 50-ish pitches. It's going to be a few innings. He should get you a good amount of strikeouts in that short sample size. And ratios on paper shouldn't be horrible once he just gets destroyed. But, like, he's not going to get you wins, obviously. If you're in quality starting league, that's not happening. So it's 100% team dependent. Do you want just, like, a bulk reliever? Or do you need wins and everything? And that's where I would be in then, obviously. Yeah, I mean, it's not a great matchup. And you're not going to get a win most likely. And you're looking probably at chasing ratios. So That's pretty much yeah, Strikeouts and ratios and crossing your fingers. Yeah. I just don't, or you're well, you're really chasing like strikeouts. So like, I just don't know. I don't think this is uh, the juice is not worth the squeeze. I, like I, say. I, I've been saying forever, give me Ryan Yarborough all day long. Cause he's just picks up wins and says that bulk middle game stuff for the Dodgers. Yeah. All right. Uh, listener questions. I'm also going to be giving you here in just a second the hint for where in the world are Welsh and Corbin Carroll. There is a hint today. We did go somewhere. So the hint is coming up here in just a moment. Uh, let's go through some listener questions. Our first off, I want to just shout out Kay Salazar that said, great job, Welsh. I see you and hear you all over shows. Hard worker and wealth of knowledge. Thank you very much. Uh, hat tip to me and a nice thing. So <laughs> it, it was a long Sunday. So someone saying something nice is like, 
abnormally great. So I just wanted to thank you for that. It Whips is. says uh, start Vlad Jr. versus Texas, Boston, or Gorman, who's got Baltimore and Philly this week. OBP League. That's a good one because Gorman's swinging it really well right now. I yeah, got go I gotta go Gorman with those matchups. I'm gonna go Gorman on those. That's that's interesting. Yeah, and oh well, let me look here too. I happen to actually also have the hitter matchup over on Fantasy Pros, which is a nice tool. The St. Louis Cardinals, they play six games this week, one lefty. Toronto plays seven games, five righties, two lefties. So there's one extra game for Vlad on the docket with one lefty game against Gorman. I'm going to go Vlad because of this, but I wouldn't blame you for Gorman. Gorman's just not like an OBP guy either, um, and he has had a really hot bat, but the one extra game I'm going to side on with Vlad, but like Bubba said, this is pretty damn close. All right, how about this? Mike says, start Alex Cobb versus Cleveland, Bubba. It's an interesting one. Cobb had his start pushed back, said he's been dealing with a hip impingement since June which makes sense if you look at his struggles in July and August, worst months of his season. I'd still pitch him because it's the Guardians. But um, just know it's going to be a weird finish for, for Cobb. Yeah, I am starting him today, so I'm going for it, but it is dangerous. Uh, CJ, drop Geloff for Pete Crow. I have, I'm looking right now because I had not paid attention to what Geloff recently he's, has done. He's slowed down. Yeah, okay, well, he slowed good, down, though. except... In five of his last seven games, he has multi-hits. He has two or more hits in five of his last seven games in here. The counting stats have kind of depleted. In those same uh, seven games, he has one stolen base, one homer. It looks like five runs and only two RBI. So the counting stats have gone down. If I'm chasing stolen bases, this is a probably easy drop for Pete Crow Armstrong. I think Geloff has been playing pretty well. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's. I guess it's kind of a toss up. Like if this is a util thing and position doesn't matter, maybe I go with the upside of uh, Pete Crow. But I lean to say no. Yeah, I think I, I've been. Oh, I'm Team Geloff. Everyone knows that, so I'd stick with him. But yeah, I get it. And if you want to try if something new and see what uh, Crow does, we know what Geloff has. Let's put it that yeah, way. Yeah, if you got commitment issues and you're trying to get out there yep. and see people, just swipe right. Yep. Um, Keep okay. Bill says keep Trout as a five round keeper or throw him back and have a round five pick in a 10 team roto. I'd keep wow, him. That's deep. I, I think I would keep him too. Yes, he's fine. Yeah, I mean, Fifth 10 round, team. Yeah, yeah, like you could throw him back and yeah, you get an extra pick back. But like, is he going to be the 40th on yeah, redraft no, list him. next year? Nah, I'd keep him here. Um, okay. Whips already had the Vlad question. <laughs> Donnie had just said Miss Princess Welsh. Princess Welsh might come back right towards the end of the season. Just letting everybody know. We might do that. Oh boy. Uh, Whip said, are we worried about CJ Abrams in a weekly league with his knee soreness? Lineups locked. Well, in 15 minutes, that was, he has five minutes to answer this. Um, I'd say no. I'm not worried about it either. He's day to day. I think for the whole week, you'll get enough out of CJ. Yeah. Tim, uh, Tim Robinson. I'm not worried about it. And then AD said, just drop uh, Mikel Garcia for Pete Crow. Yeah. Yeah. I think you can do that, that one. That is a very, very good move. Yes. Exactly. All right. Uh, good questions. Thank you guys as always. So here is your hint today for where in the world are Welsh and Corbin Carroll. And it is going to be a numbers guess. Are you ready? It's a, ready. it's numbers. The number guess one, three, one, eight, zero, five. I repeat, one, 
131805. Maybe even mixing up the pronunciation of the numbers. 131805. That is your guess for where Corbin and I are. I'm so I'm so lost right now. <laughs> I'm making it tough. Last week, I what did I say? I was like sky, and everyone's like football, the, the stadium. So I'm trying to make it tougher here. So that is your guess today. And I'll say it one more time as we go. Injuries. John Means is going to make his 2023 season debut on Tuesday against the Cardinals. Means had a 374 uh, ERA, a 115 whip, and 22 to 8 strikeout to walk ratio across 21 and two thirds of an, uh, innings in six minor league rehab starts. Here's the only question that matters Are you comfortable starting John Means against the Cardinals on Tuesday? Nope. I want to see him pitch one game in the bigs before I get even the thought of playing him. No chance yep. i'm starting him coming off of injury i don't think so uh louis ringifo is out for the season with a bicep rupture bye-bye andres munoz is dealing with left hip discomfort and he may miss an outing here or there i wonder if they go to, i wonder if prelander baroa might be uh maybe a, a save opportunity later this week that would be fun he's shown some good stuff they've kind of rotated around when munoz has been out uh, brash has gotten some love so we'll kind of see how that one plays out for sure yeah and then uh, two others, Spencer Strider is having his start move to Wednesday as he's dealing with the flu. I thought I even saw this might be a little bit earlier. That, I th believe they're going to call up Kyle Wright today in part yep, of the double yes. header. And then Clayton Kershaw had his start move to Friday for a little bit of extra rest with all of the chaos the Dodgers are going with. I believe today Gavin Stone is being called up, and I'm yep. going to pick on that today when we get oh, to yeah. our bets. Good, good thing to pick on. Going to pick on it a little bit. Um the three up and three down, Marcus Simeon went four for five, two homers, three runs, just kind of going back to that second base conversation we had a couple weeks ago. Awesome. He's going to be at the top tier of that list. Ranger Suarez went six and one third, believe had a, was it a no hitter or perfect game going through like six? I think it was. Yeah. And then he ended with 10 strikeouts. I think he gave up a couple earned runs. And then I put this in here, five players stole two bases or more on Sunday Kyle Tucker, Chaz McCormick, Bobby Witt, Jacob Young, and Nico Horner all had multiple stolen bases. As earlier last week, we had, I think we hit, I, I know this because tops or fanatics put out a card that we hit over 3,000 stolen bases in a season, which was the most ever. And it was like, you know, beginning of September. So no shock with the new rules and what he has done. And look at that bunch of stolen bases. On the three down, Austin Hayes, 0 for 4 with four strikeouts. Tim Hill couldn't get out of a single uh, portion of an inning. Gave up five earned runs. And uh, Trevor Williams, four and one third, six earned runs. Had four walks. Those are some big downs. Where can we get back up? We can get back up with prize picks. That's right. 100% deposit match gets you 100 bucks. That's free money. Free money to do some pickums. You can play all their fun contests. Use the promo code leading off when you do so, so you can get credited. And then they love us and they're like, hey, look, we're doing awesome work here. Do it today. Promo code leading off. Download it. Prize picks. Bubba, how are you prize picking today? Give me James Altman over half a total base going against the Vila of San Diego. Altman's hitting 400 over the last seven games. So just give me a singular better. We'll take that. Seiya Suzuki and Coors Field over one and a half total bases. Seiya's really having a nice month of September right now. So I'll take that. And then David Schneider. I prefer versus lefties, but he's just hitting everything right now. So over one and a half hits, runs, and RBIs for Davis Schneider. I'm going with an all score. I am scoring today, and I've got three scores here. I've got Chris Bassett, fantasy score 30 and a half. You know, I will tell you, I just realized I didn't look 
sometimes they have the um, the outs recorded. If I can get under six innings, so 17.5, I would take that over this uh, because that is actually a bet that I like today. So, But I'm going with fantasy score in this respect. Corbin Carroll, I'm going seven and a half. And then Jordan Alvarez, I'm going with eight and a half, even though Mason Miller's in there. Don't expect him to be long. Um, all fantasy scores for me on the betting side. Bubba, I told you, I'm mentioning Chris Bassett in here because I just like Toronto today. I like how Chris Bassett's been pitching as of late. So I'm taking the Toronto money line straight up. It was minus 142 last night. It's probably 145. I know it's juiced up. Maybe you can put it with something or you can just play it straight. I like the full game Toronto money line. I'd probably even play the first five. I like San Diego and the Dodgers first five over total runs, which um, some different sites give you the options. Four and a half is juiced. I took five and a half. It's plus money. So San Diego and the Dodgers, it's Pedro Vila and Gavin Stone. Pedro Vila loves to walk people. Gavin Stone loves to give up earned runs. I'm going to go with over five and a half through the first five on that. And then I really like this one today. Tyler Glass now outs at 17 and a half. Maybe it's a trap, but he's done this in like, I think, Seven, six of his last seven starts, he's gone at least six innings. He's been on a freaking roll. It wasn't crazy juiced, minus uh, 125. So I love that straight. But what I will tell you is I wanted to have a little bit more fun. I took Tyler Glass now out 17 and a half and Chris Bassett out 17 and a half. I put them together. I got like plus 180 something. And it's essentially saying I need to get both of those guys to go to the sixth. I love that one. I think it's a lot of fun. So that's what I placed today. Those are my best bets of the day. Bubba, what do you got? Uh, Yankees first five at plus 110. It's Schmidt versus Cutter Crawford. Schmidt's been actually really good, at least limiting damage. So I'm going to be close around first five games plus money. Say Suzuki, already talked about in prize picks. Obviously, we like the Cubs and Coors against Freeland. Over two and a half hits, runs, and RBIs, even money at plus 100. And then Brandon Nimmo. I love the, the, um, the Mets going up against you. It's either Davies or Nelson. Depends on where you look. I don't care either way. Uh, Nemo over one and a half hits, runs, and RBIs at minus 120. He's been leading off and been quite productive, so I'll keep running with that. All right. The best bets. What do we got on DFS? How are we making it work? I had. I was telling Bubba, football-wise, uh, Bogman and I put up a contest yesterday. in the pent- We're doing this pentathlon with Derek Van Riper at The Athletic for football, and it's like all these different contests. Poo, we murdered yesterday, and we killed. I mean, like – we had a football DFS that went bonkers and that kind of got my juices back going. And maybe I need to play some MLB uh, DFS, you know, just, just the exact right way to lose some money. So yep. Bubba, you, you know, take me to the promised land. What are we putting I'll together? Do my best. It's an 11 game slate on uh, Monday. Top pitchers glass now 10, eight against Minnesota like that a lot. There's a bunch of, like Woodruff's pitching. He's in a nice spot there versus the Marlins. Lizardo's 8.5, a little bit of saving versus Milwaukee. He's been back the last few starts. So something to keep in mind there. And if you need to punt, Clark Schmidt mentioned him a second ago. He's only 6.6K in Boston. Stacks, you love the, the Cubs versus Freeland, of course. Mets <clears throat> Mets versus whatever Arizona pitcher we get to see. Dodgers versus Vila is great. And then if you want to be a little sneakier and get some value, Kansas City versus a, an ERA over five, Dylan Cease is always nice. Uh, and then value-wise, I keep playing Mark Vientos because he's 2.4K, very, very affordable. Nelson Velasquez, 3.2K against Cease. DJ Stewart of the Mets, 3.1K versus uh, Davies. And then you got to mention him now. Pete Crow Armstrong is the bare minimum $2,000 in Coors Field. He should be rostered in almost every league as long as he's in the lineup today, which he should be. Uh, a follow-up. We had two follow-up questions. This is a good one. Would you drop Nolan Jones for Pete Crow? No. 
No, absolutely not. not. It's like I, all no. home games. Nolan Jones has been a monster. They play 14 of the last 20 in quarters. Do not do that. No, and I love and you know, also let me look at my handy dandy lineup thing here. Colorado faces one lefty this week. They have seven games, six are against righties. And uh, some are not home, though, as I'm looking here. They, they do travel out. I think this is the, the group that goes out. But they have the fifth best hitter matchup rating, according to Fantasy Pros. But also just no, Nolan Jones has been awesome. It's a great question, uh, but no. And then also Richard said, rank Lane Thomas, Geloff, or Kerry Carpenter as a keeper for next year? Ooh, that's a good one. I like Geloff, Thomas, Carpenter. Yeah, I'm going to go with... Uh, what'd you say? Geloff, Geloff, uh, Thomas Carpenter. I'm gonna swap uh, Carrie for Thomas. He's gonna be, I like both of those. To me, they're almost like the same player. And yeah, JD Martinez or Abreu. Abreu's been pretty hot right yes, now. JD's been really not, good. So I wouldn't go with that. All right, where in the world were Welsh and Corbin Carroll? Had a pretty tough uh, one here. This was a number cipher. If you are a good cipher, which I don't know if many of you are, one, three. 1805. So just putting that out there, uh, different changing of numbers. So where are we? Well, let's find out. You know, something I found out is uh, a very good friend of mine uh, who writes on a good respected site is going to be interviewing Corbin Carroll. And he hit me up about something with Corbin Carroll. Oh, no. And now I'm realizing like, I wish no. I could incept him to be like, uh, to ask the question, would you like to comment on all the places you've traveled with the Welsh and just see him being that like, would be amazing. What is this? What is this at all? But I don't know if I could ask that question. I might, the person likes to have some fun, but yeah, someone I know is interviewing and I was talking with them about it, but the bit moves on of uh, Corbin and I. We look so happy everywhere we go. The hint was a number cipher, 131805. Bubba, do you have any guesses? I have no clue what this is. I am so beyond lost right now. So this is an interesting. When Sabo said, I'm going to guess something happened here, he says, well, he went a date perspective. He said January 3rd, 1805 was a boring day. What was that? I'm not a good hit. Let's see. I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to get should I look at my phone and like is this the old text thing or it's a number. Well, everybody or... did it. Everybody. Um, yeah. Let's see. I don't That's Let's see. Lewis and Clark. I'm not really sure. It looks like there's a bunch of stuff that happened on there. So someone went with a date. Multiple said people said they Googled one person got it right. So they cheated. That's what you're saying. Well, everyone, I think, tried to cheat on this one because it was a number <laughs> cipher. But you want to know what's very fascinating about it. It was a cipher, but it wasn't a date. It wasn't a coordination. No. Corbin Carroll this week stole five bases. Five bases from Friday to Sunday. Wow. That is thievery, and we had to go to jail. That's right. We went to jail. The thievery <laughs> were behind bars because he was a thief. Five stolen bases in two days, actually, Friday and Saturday. We were sent off, and what does that uh, that number cipher stand for? One, three, dash... 1805. That is the penal code for stealing. Theft. That is theft. That is the uh, police code for stealing. We have a 131805. Uh, Diamondbacks, uh, Corbin Carroll, and some big, tall, fat guy. They're stealing a bunch of bases. We're going to need backup. And that's what ended up happening. And oh, we spent uh, we spent the weekend 
in the clank. I think that's what in they the, say. In the clank. In the, the pokey? <laughs> I, I don't know how it goes. And guess who got it right? Donnie. Oh, of course, Donnie man. knew uh, what the jail thing was. Don, Donnie might have spent a couple one three. He, he's at, he's got that code permanently in his back of his mind. Yeah, I I, <laughs> I think Donnie <laughs> might have known. Oh, I don't know if uh, Sean got this in under the buzzer. I don't think he did, but Donnie nailed it. Donnie is probably all too familiar with that code. So uh, there you go, Donnie. Good job, everybody, on that. Home run calls. Let's end this bad boy uh, with the home run calls. Uh, very sad news to report, by the way. Uh, I've been kicked off the home run board. So who really cares about this thing anymore? But Blue Harvester is in the lead at 56. Razor Ramon has moved into second with J.J. Tater at 51. Those guys are the closest to trying to pull this off with three weeks to go. Uh, Wonky moved up. Ridiculous. I just got passed again. So now I'm not going to be the number one home, unless I have a good week. I need to be the number one homer fantasy pros person. That's currently Wonky um, down at 43. So the gap between the top 10 is 42 to 56. Blue Harvester still with absolute domination all season long so bubba where are you going with your home run call today we're sticking in coors field i'm gonna stick with the guy i got all the prop bets on give me say suzuki having some fun in coors i like that one um who the hell did i even pick i completely forgot i gotta scroll down here my home run call of the day is oh fernando tatis jr just went with it even though you know really hasn't been i think he's got one homer in his last like 10 or 15 games but just this matchup, this Dodgers-Padres matchup, I think can get really messy. Gavin Stone, we can see really good Gavin Stones, but I don't expect that. I expect it's going to be a stone where we're going to want to pass, and Fernando Tatis Jr. is going to push a couple of those out. So that is my guest today. Schwar uh, Schwarber would have been a pretty good one as well. Uh, Schwarber's uh, Schwarberfest is uh, locked in. So there you go, friends. That is it. That is our preparation. Hopefully you guys had some fun. We made you laugh, and we got you set for your playoffs. There's a lot to it. We're going to be back on Wednesday and Friday. We're going to continue doing that through the last season. I will say the countdown is on. Bubba and I did this math last week. After this, there's only five more shows. There's only five more shows. So, you know, come in. Love us. We're going to be gone soon. We'll be back next year. But, you know, we're going to be gone soon. So we're hoping uh, that we can get you guys rolling through your playoffs. Make sure you follow him at BDintrick. Follow me at Is It The Welsh. Ask us any questions. Otherwise, we will see you Wednesday right here on Leading Off on Fantasy Pros. Goodbye, my friends. Peace. We got him. Yeah.